Well, church, as we move into a time of prayer this morning, I, I think it very important that we go uh, to the Word of God and anchor ourselves there. I think that's uh, an important part of and, and discipline of the Christian life, that we always root ourselves in the Word of God in every way uh, and um, often as well. So let us go to Psalm 147, 10 and 11. This, this scripture spoke to me. This is part of the lectionary text for uh, this Sunday, but this, this ministered to my heart, and I hope it will to you as well. He takes no pleasure in the strength of a horse or in human might. No, the Lord's delight is in those who fear him, those who put their hope in his unfailing love. Amen and amen. Church, let us go now to the Lord, and let us be thinking about what it means to wait. Wait in line, to wait on others, to wait on the Lord. You call us to wait on you, Lord, but we get tired of waiting. Your answers to our prayers, your call for us to serve you, the promise of your coming kingdom, they all seem to take so long. Yet something inside whispers that you're not all that hard to find that you're always coming to us, and that both the waiting and the watching are more about being open to you now than about trying to be surprised in the future. And so we will keep waiting, O oh God, and we'll try to stay alert so that we can catch the glimpses of your glory that fill our day every day. And we ask this in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, who did his fair share of waiting in his own life and in his own ministry. He gave us a prayer to help, to minister to us through the wait. That prayer is the Lord's Prayer. Let us pray that prayer together now, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. Church, I am turning now to the prophet's words from the book of Isaiah this morning, the 40th chapter, verses 26 through 31. Hear now these words from Isaiah. And we pray God's blessing upon this your word, O God, and the proclamation of it. Isaiah 40, 26 
through 31. Lift up your eyes on high and see who created these. He who brings out their host and numbers them, calling them all by name. Because he is great in strength, mighty in power, not one is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and my right is disregarded by God? Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not grow faint. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen and amen. So church, I would uh, just invite you when you get home and have some time uh, this afternoon to to go and to read uh, the entire 40th chapter of uh, the book of Isaiah. It is a wonderful, wonderful text. Uh, It's a very comforting text. It's one of those uh, scriptures that that I believe uh, we should all have in our spiritual toolbox, okay? So so go go home and just let uh, the Word of God from the 40th chapter of Isaiah uh, minister uh, to your to your heart this day. I, I, I think you will find a great, great spiritual benefit from uh, this, uh, this text. I, I did want to focus on verse uh, 31 uh, this morning because I, I think uh, a lot's there, particularly about uh, the theme of, of waiting. So I wanted to, wanted to speak to that, but illustrate uh, waiting uh, in, in this way. So I do, I do have a praise that I want to tell you about. So I was in some pretty lengthy uh, traffic this, uh, this week. I was actually bringing Luke to a, uh, a helmet appointment, and I wanted to give you an update on that. The specialist doctor has released him uh, from, from her care. So he is now, yeah, praise God, praise God, absolutely. So he'll, uh, he'll be under the care of... Uh, snails for a little while longer, uh, which which will mean just a, a, a few more weeks in the helmet. But that that was a that was a huge praise. So thanks thanks be to God for that. So Luke were, Luke and I were in some uh, pretty pretty heavy traffic, and it looked like uh, what was going on was some traffic uh, light r- repair there at a major uh, intersection. So we were probably in this line for about six minutes. Okay, just just waiting uh, patiently. But what I noticed, uh, two cars uh, ahead of me. Um, this car just just kind of out of the blue uh, cuts very fastly to the to the right, and, and this car jumps uh, the curb. Okay cuts through uh, some grass, knocks over uh, a, a sign to an unnamed restaurant, 
uh, that I will say this, has great ice cream and great flavored drinks, and I hear the ice is pretty good too. You follow me? You follow me, okay? So cuts through uh, the grass there at that uh, America's Drive-In and knocks over the sign just to get around uh, waiting. Okay, so kind of kind of surprised by this. Well, would you believe two minutes later, the car right in front of me does the same thing, <laughs> does the same exact thing. And, you know, here I am kind of scratching my head and thinking, no, I, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm definitely not going to do that with a baby in the car. <laughs> but it got me thinking. Okay, it got me thinking. Okay, you and I, we, we don't wait well, do we? Okay, we don't wait well. Whether whether it was that major intersection or in a long line of traffic down airline highway, often often we do not wait well. Okay, but here's the thing that that I want just to bring to our attention this morning. Okay, the Word of God says that there are things that are worth waiting for. Okay, there are things that are worth waiting for. So let me go to the Word of God here. I'm I'm highlighting verse 31, okay, because I want you to hear this verse again. There are things worth waiting for. Okay, verse 31 says this, But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength, they shall mount up, with wings like eagles, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not grow faint. Oh, I just love that imagery. I love that imagery. It, it, it ministered uh, to my heart and spirit when I read it. I, I hope it can minister to you that there are things that are worth waiting for. Okay? Now, having said that, let me also say this and, and pay close attention to what I'm about to say, okay? Okay, God, God of the Scripture, okay, does not operate on the Burger King motto, okay? You follow me? Look, I worked at Burger King. They made you memorize that motto. Burger King's motto, you remember it? It still is what it is today. Have it your way, right? Have it your way. Well, the inside joke was have it your way right away, okay? Have it your way right away. Because when you're hungry and you're having to wait in that line, you want it your way what? right away, okay? Well, God does not operate on the Burger King motto, have it your way right away. Listen to me, listen to me. We know this, okay? But I'm just going to reemphasize it and say it again. Sometimes, oftentimes, you and I, we have to wait, do we not? We have to wait in traffic, We have to wait on other people, whether it's family, whether it's friends. We have to wait. We have to wait, okay, Scripture says, even on God. But there is spiritual benefit to our waiting, you see. There is spiritual benefit 
to our waiting. Now, we know that in our minds. We know that in our hearts. But you see, it's our fallen nature that wants to fight that, right? Wants to fight having to wait, right? We would rather jump the curve, right? We'd rather cut through the grass. We'd, we'd rather take a shortcut in order not to wait, you see? But there is benefit, true benefit, you see, to waiting. So if you think about it, church, whether you're waiting on family, whether you're waiting on God, whether you're waiting in traffic, whether you're waiting in an elevator, whether you're just waiting to wait. Waiting has a lot to do with what? Can you guess? Your attitude about waiting. Waiting has a lot to do with your attitude about waiting. Okay, so let's, uh, let's throw up this slide. Thank you, Rachel. A colleague of mine put this uh, reflection out about waiting, and I thought, you know, this is good, okay? Do we have an attitude of waiting with an exclamation point, okay? And think of that in this way. Hey, while we wait, do you wait with a sense of excitement, Enjoy. Hey, it's worth the wait. That's waiting with an exclamation point. Or do we have an attitude of waiting? I'm guilty of this. We're all guilty of this. Waiting with a question mark. Hey, think of waiting with a question mark in this way. Hey, I'm waiting, and it's a colossal waste of time. I think about those cars ahead of me. This is a colossal waste of time. I don't have time to wait. So I'm going to jump the curb, cut through the grass, take a shortcut so I can get around this wait. Are you waiting with an exclamation point? Or are you waiting with a question mark? Waiting with a sense of joy in what is to come? Or waiting, thinking to yourself, this is a colossal waste of time. Listen to me, church. You decide. You decide how you are going to either react or respond when you wait. But here once again as I close about the benefits from the Word of God on waiting for the Lord. I love this. Verse 31, but those who wait for the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Glory. To God. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we all have to wait, Lord. We all have to wait. And often when we are uh, rushed, when we are hurried, oh God, we do want to take those shortcuts. We do want to jump the curve, 
Lord. We do want to find a way around the weight. But the bottom line is, as we live life, we are going to have to wait. Wait on others. Wait often uh, on ourselves. Wait, oh God, on you. So, Lord, in this very moment, I pray through the power of the Holy Spirit that you give us patience, that you give us kindness, that you give us uh, faith, Lord, so that we can ultimately trust in you, that we can wait Lord, with an exclamation point. Lord, when we have waited with a question mark, Lord, forgive us for when we've taken matters into our own hands, Lord, and that has resulted in something that has been um, uh, uh, a destructive decision. Lord, forgive us for that behavior, Lord, but we know that you are the God of grace and the God of forgiveness that we know in Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to wait well in all that we do. It's, it, it, it's a challenge, Lord. It, it will test us and try our patience and our kindness and our faith, but Lord, let us all be mindful that there are things that are worth waiting for, and that's you and your kingdom and your righteousness that we are to always put first in our lives, your word says. We ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen.